In order for a tree to grow, you have to plant some seeds. But how many seeds are too many? Welcome to Family Vortex. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode six of Family Vortex. We are very excited to have you here listening with us. And of course, I always have my sister, Sars, with me. Hello. How's it going? It's going great. I'm so excited for today's episode. You know what? Today's episode is going to be really interesting because it doesn't really have to do with our parents. It has everything to do with our situation and our siblings. That is what we're going to be discussing today. Our siblings, our whole siblings, our half siblings, and our step siblings. Our whole siblings. It's funny when <laughs> when you put siblings into terms of like holes and halves. I mean, <laughs> I know we don't often think of them like that, but it's just funny to picture in your head, you know, a full human and then a half human <laughs> and then like, I don't even know what a step uh, human I, would be. I don't know why, but. but it seems to be the way that I always describe it to my, my friends. Not that I just think of like halves and holes always. I consider um, Lizzie to be our sister, regardless of the fact that she's considered our our half sister I guess you could say yeah that's the terminology but, but we don't we don't use the terminology exactly and but when it comes to explaining it to other people they don't really understand oh wait your sister doesn't live with you oh well that's because she's my half sister oh wait they're not related to you well that's because she's my stepsister or my stepbrother you know yeah. so <laughs> I guess that's why I was using holes halves and and um, steps, but we're going to be talking about what is the meaning of uh, a step sibling? What is the meaning to us? How have we, um, you know, been able to interpret it and adapt it into our lives as brothers and sisters? And also what it's like um, having our half sister because we uh, don't live with her. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't currently live with our father either. So that's also an interesting aspect that she has her own little family unit elsewhere that is completely separate from our father exactly. at the best of times yeah so in the beginning there was four of us <laughs> there was sars michael myself mars and our brother gregory and when we uh were moved into our um our first stepmother's home we were introduced to these new siblings and yeah. that for me was really bizarre because now all of a sudden, not only did I have three other people who I was competing for attention, <laughs> and had two more people, which makes me sound really selfish. But you know what? When you're a lot of kids, you definitely don't get, um, you know, the quality time you crave with your parents. And that was something when I was younger, especially when my parents had uh, first divorce that I was really craving. And, and getting to know these people who I didn't know and having to trust them and live with them in, you know, really close quarters was yeah was a really weird feeling, you know. Thankfully, I had my other siblings. I don't know how I would have adapted to it if I had been on my own, but it was weird. I have no other mm -hmm. way to say it, but it was weird. And all of a sudden, I had to be, you know, if I didn't like them, it didn't matter because now all of a sudden, they were my siblings. So I had to find something that I liked about them, some little thing that made us connect. And that part was weird because, 
you know, you're still growing yourself and trying to know yourself, but here you are trying to make this relationship. And I guess it's kind of different when you have um, your siblings because you have that blood relation, you have personality traits that are similar, and also your memories tend to be really similar and, all, and your upbringing too. There's so many factors to take in. And then all of a sudden here you are meeting um, these other kids who now have to be your siblings and they've had a completely different upbringing and different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it is about being related genetically and not. But if you had a cousin you had never met, th- just over the years you never met them, and later in life you met them, it still wouldn't feel as weird as meeting step siblings. Yeah. That are not blood related to you. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with the people themselves, <laughs> you know, not at it, all. It's just that <clears throat> for some reason being thrown into a situation and we were we were thrown into it quite abruptly, I feel. But potentially, you know, our age is a factor in that that feeling of, you know, being abruptly introduced to siblings. Mm-hmm. But I feel well, I don't remember a situation where we actually met them previous to staying with them for a full weekend. I think we stay with them right from the get-go. Right. And so I think, you know, our father chose to introduce us to them by having us live with them for an entire weekend, which is also, you know, a very bizarre circumstance to put your children into. Yeah. I mean, you have to almost immediately decide whether or not you're going to try to get along with these people or if you're going to decide to be kind of more troublesome and throw a tantrum over meeting these new people because you're young right and so I think your your brain is trying to think like am I going to be good in this situation or am I going to be a disruption in this situation and and I don't know if you had this feeling too but I also had this like safety concern too because now I was meeting you know three people my stepmother my stepbrother and my stepsister uh, who Mm -hmm. I didn't know very well at all in their home uh, and I had this feeling of like uneasiness as much as I knew my my father was there my siblings were there there were these strangers here who I was having to build a relationship with but also not knowing them made me not trust them right away which Mm -hmm. made me very hesitant for things and of course I I wanted to you know, bond with them as, as quickly as I could. But I found out very quickly that we had lots of things that were not in common hmm. in the beginning. Yes, which is strange because I, I feel like we have lots in common now as adults. But when we were children, we had a lot of um, differences. I think, too, I mean, just to talk a little bit about our little family four unit, one of our brother, I'm not going to say who's who because it's just easier to say it this way, but one of our brothers has uh, ADHD mm-hmm. and our younger brother was so little. I mean, he would have been, uh, I don't know, one or two. Like he was so young. He was about two, I would say. That he just didn't, he didn't even understand what going to dad's meant, you know? Yeah. So I think that was also an odd like situation for us. So we're meeting this new family. We're going in. We had never even met our second stepmom, or f- she's our first stepmom. Yeah, our first second. One. It's our dad's second wife, so I always say second, but, you know. Our first stepmom, um, yeah. We had not really ever met her. I I had seen her once before. Um, I had never met her. Very, like, I hadn't really met her. I just had seen her once before. 
And I know that I felt like here was our, like, there's four of us. We're rowdy, you know, like (laughs) we're four people coming in to um, this small little two-bedroom apartment. Mm -hmm. And here are these kids that we're meeting, and they were so shy. Yeah. And I just remember feeling like I was kind of, like, upset about the situation. I didn't know how to deal with it. I was didn't know whether I should be shy or outgoing. And as soon as I met yeah. them and they were so like, they just looked terrified by us. Could you imagine four, four children come and like invade your home? And at this yeah. point I have no, I have no concept of how long our father even lived there. Like I have, I don't even know if he lived there two weeks before we went. Yeah. A I month, don't know. Like two months. I, I have no idea. So, All I know is that when we visited with him before that, we would visit with him at our grandparents' house. So, you know, can you imagine these two kids, four kids come in and they're like, we're here for a whole weekend, you know, in this small little place. And I just remember feeling really awkward. And the second I saw them and saw how like shy and. It's so funny (laughs) to think back on it, too, because like you said, now we have, you know, good relationships with them and and they end up and I think this is where the close bond really happened for all of us was when Lizzie was born because Lizzie happened well abruptly for me only because I was I was young like I don't really remember our first stepmother being pregnant with her I just remember her arriving and Mm. when she arrived it became this thing because for the first few weekends that we went to to visit even though I don't remember being pregnant I know that we spent time in that apartment to visit with with dad and you know we spent time with our our stepbrother and our stepsister and getting to know them was a bit weird we had a few differences and there were really simple differences like the types of food that we ate or the types of Disney movies that we liked (laughs) or the video games that they had in their home there were such like simple um like childlike things that were just different that was foreign to us which is why we couldn't like connect with them right away but mm-hmm. in the end you know when Lizzie finally showed up I felt like that's what really brought us together and especially when we moved into that that home that is now their family home which is where Lizzie grew up which is where they grew up and where we spent a lot of our time also mm-hmm. I felt that's when we really all you know connected and then it was really interesting because Sure, they were my stepbrother and stepsister, but I, I felt a closer connection. I felt that sibling connection. I was like, we now have something that ties us together. And and it really, I found, brought us all together, like, cohesively. Hmm. I, like, I would say that I felt a bit differently. I mean, Lizzie came quickly. I think that um, I'm not sure exactly why or how this happened, but we did not even find out about the pregnancy until it was almost done. So mm-hmm. I think that, and we'll leave some of those stories for another podcast, <laughs> but it did come fast and she was born quickly and then they were moving. I, f- I feel like my brain thinks that they move quickly into their new home because there's just too there many of us. I mean, space, we yeah. like we were sleeping in a living room in that two-bedroom apartment so that you know, her kids could have their like share room together. And then when we moved into the new place, it was kind of unfortunately for her children, they had their own bedrooms for most of the time, except for on the weekends when we came. 
And we only went every second weekend. And then all of a sudden we were all invading their spaces and we were, they had to share their spaces with, with all of us. Right. I never felt like it was the time that we spent together that bonded us after Lizzie was born. I actually feel like it was the pulling apart when dad left her that made me all of a sudden realize what I had lost. At that point, it had, at first, we didn't know how permanent this was going to be. So moving in with these new siblings, we didn't know how permanent this was going to be. This was our first experience with one of our parents having a partner other than each other. And then there was children involved and their own child involved. And I didn't know how much to trust her, especially around when they were about to get married. But um, I, I think that, yeah... I didn't like I bonded with them and I truly I like them a lot. But mm. and I had started calling them my sisters and brother because my sister and brother. Um <laughs> well, because I always I always considered Lizzie a sister, but I think for a while I called um the other two kind of like step siblings for a long time and then eventually near the end I started calling them my sister and brother and then that marriage ended <laughs> so you know I I remember when when dad had told us that he was leaving our first stepmother I was devastated I had just gotten comfortable with the idea we had fi- I was finally feeling like that family unit felt like a family unit like we had all these memories now and yeah and then when they split it was it was devastating and it was hard too because now now it was like well there's another family lost you know first we had our family fall apart and now here's another family falling apart and it was Mm -hmm. it was really hard to see from Lizzie's perspective because now I was seeing all the emotions that I had gone through all the confusion I had had all the sadness I had had going through Lizzie yeah because she was young and yeah. her not understanding. And that was the part I think that sucked the most. If there's anything that crushed my heart the most of that breakup was watching her go through all the confusion now. Because mm-hmm. I think when it when it happened to us, it, it was happening to all of us simultaneously. So it seemed like like you don't tend to pay attention to... I mean, we paid attention to what each other felt and things and made sure that we all felt safe together. I think the four of us always united together to ensure that we are all safe. Mm-hmm. And watching Lizzie go through the situation where we were like, oh, here we go again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For us, it was like, okay, here we go again. We're, we know what to expect. We've done this once before. Whereas yes. for her, this was the first time. I think that was the time where I became really protective of her as well, you know, Mm. and just kind of wanted to find out, well, what's going to happen? Are we going to see her as often? Like telling our dad we better have the same weekend as her. Like, don't split us up. We need to know her. And also thinking, you know, well, what happens? Like, do I just never talk to this stepmom I had ever again, or do I just never talk to these step siblings again? Or are they relieved or are they, it was like a really confusing time, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Where you wonder like, like we're not even really old enough at this point. Well, I probably was, but you guys probably weren't to like even 
and maybe not even close enough to call them as friends, you know? And so it's like weird because it's like you want to talk to Lizzie, your sister who's like biologically related to you. Mm -hmm. But then what happens to these other two relationships that we work so hard to just make them work? It's like you feel a closeness, but you don't. And then and then what happens like when you go to family gatherings and they're not there all of a sudden and do they get forgotten in the shuffle? Like it's just this bizarre time, right? But but now it's funny because since all that like years have passed and and we do well we don't visit with them but there are times when we go and see Lizzie and we visit with them like I know you've spent a lot of time in the in the house with them where you've gone to visit uh, right. Lizzie but for me it's more difficult because I'm out of town but there are times mm-hmm. when I've, I've ran into our stepsister and her and I have well she was our stepsister I guess we could like I still consider her a sibling I guess I that's the point that I'm trying to get at, is that even when I mm-hmm. see her I wouldn't consider our relationship ever to be a friendship like there is friendship level there mm-hmm. but there is all those memories that I still consider her a sibling yeah, it's kind of this bizarre thing where you develop this love for somebody who mm-hmm. you like you love them and I like I have not seen our stepbrother as much as I've seen our stepsister um just yeah. because he doesn't live there. Yeah, it's like you always have this feeling of appreciation and love for those people, but yeah. you may not necessarily be close with them at all. So it's like when you see them, you want to catch up and and know that they're doing well. But we don't have friendships with them. We, we're never able to get to a point where we had friendships where we would just, like, call to talk to them, right? No. Like, there wasn't enough years for us to, like, bond. Well, I think there was also the separation, too. Once the separation happened, it, you know, when you're a kid, you can't, well, I guess we could have planned playdates, but it just felt weird to plan playdates. Like, we had to, like, almost disconnect from them. Mm-hmm. after connecting with them. And that was the harder part because then there was a lot of, well, I had a lot of anger and confusion because I had really grown to love that family unit. You know, I had a, a close bond with our first stepmother. I had developed these relationships with mm-hmm. our step-siblings. That home felt like a second home. And now all of a sudden I had to disconnect from it. And that part was really hard. That part mm-hmm. was like really, really hard for me. And so I think that's why like there was the distance for a, quite a few years. And then when we all got a bit older, we all started to come back together because we realized, well, it was nothing that we could really control mm-hmm. anyways. And now that we're adults and and things we can approach the relationships and the situation a lot more level-headed I guess I don't know mm-hmm. what word I'm looking for well I think too the other thing that happened to us at the time is that our father actually got into his um, third relationship very quickly as well mm-hmm. um, so we had a little bit of time where we uh, would go to our grandparents place to stay for you know our weekends just like the first one we kind of quickly were introduced to the well what is now the third wife and I it was a little bit different with her because some of us uh, knew her kids or went to school with her kids I think there were a couple of times I because I was a teenager I didn't tend to go every second weekend that I was supposed to if I had extracurricular activities or something else I usually stayed home with mom just because it was easier to get around I believe that you guys have some stories of meeting them before our first weekend with them. Well, my my first meeting was this really funny way of meeting them because it was me, Michael, Gregory, and Lizzie. So you were the one who was missing. 
that mm-hmm. weekend or you had chosen not to come. Yeah. That weekend and we were staying with our grandparents and there was a fair in town. And so dad told us we were going to this fair and it was going to be so much fun and really hyped it up. And I was super excited that we were doing this like really fun outing this weekend. And, but I do not remember him ever saying that we were going to meet anybody. And then we arrived and then we met up with our third stepmother. Um, Mm -hmm. And these are her two daughters. And so then that's when the whole coincidence came in that our brother Michael knew the eldest daughter oh she goes to school with me and i and she was in my grade and i remembered her but she wasn't in the same class as me so we didn't really spend a lot of time together so i didn't know her but apparently michael had played with her and and what have you And we spent the day together we went to the fair and i thought her younger daughter was so cute and she was the same age as lizzie and i thought it was so much fun to have these two younger sit like well siblings now but at the time like my sibling and new friend and we all hung out that day and everything went really well but I found it a bit odd and then the next thing I knew a couple weeks later we were moving in there I feel like that was fairly abrupt too that um we didn't know her as his girlfriend until like literally right when we were about to go there and I feel that the only warning we got for staying there and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't feel like it was a planned weekend. I feel like we got into our van for a regular weekend with our dad. And that's when we found out that he had, like he told us at that time that he had moved in. Uh, In all honesty, like I don't remember what was said, but it it wouldn't Mm -hmm. surprise me, surprise me if that's how it happened. Well, how did you feel? Did you feel like it was a shock that we were going there to stay? Or do you feel like you knew that we were going there to stay for the weekend? I felt like it was a shock. I I remember the feeling I had walking in the door for the first time because I remember, like, I have that memory so vivid in my mind. The first time we entered our first stepmother's home and the first time we entered our second stepmother's home, I remember Mm -hmm. them so clearly. The smells, Mm -hmm. the look, the feeling I had, like, how uneasy I was, the unfamiliar setting. Like, as much as it was, because I've talked about how I found every time I would go into a new place kind of exciting... Mm-hmm. As much as that, like, it was exciting because I was I got to explore this new place. I would say, though, I th- I feel like my first memory of going there is of the youngest stepsister being, like, super excited to see us. But she was, like, young. Like, she was Lizzie's age. Like, they were... They were around three or four. Yeah. And I, I just feel like even though we were walking in being like, what is this place? Who mm-hmm. are we meeting? I hadn't met any of them. I just felt that... My memory, I don't know if you remember this, is that she was so excited to she see was. us, though. She, she was, was like, we're having guests at our house. <laughs> welcome, welcome. <laughs> Just so out there and cute. And and at least that was like a lovely welcome in like a change from our first time when, you know, unfortunately, our first step siblings were so shy and just didn't know what to think of us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whereas this was like a little bit more welcoming, a little bit more like, yay, people, <laughs> so many people I can talk to. And that's, you know, was an awesome change, you know, yeah. but I definitely feel like I I, don't, I feel like both situations are similar in that I felt like I was invading someone's home. You know, you're just wondering, how is this going to work? It's all of us. I mean, now it's not just four of us invading, it's five of us invading. Exactly. <laughs> our, our, number, our numbers went up from the last yeah. time we had done this. <laughs> exactly. But I think, like, I, 
I feel like maybe because we had done it once before and maybe because I'm, I mean, we had a little bit more self-confidence in terms of, okay, well, we know how this goes. We've just got to like icebreakers right away, Mm -hmm. find out what we can bond on or not, or just not, and then do our own thing or whatever. Like we were used to it at that point. I feel like I bonded with them quickly Maybe because it was two girls. I don't know. But I I feel like I bonded with them faster than the first time. And then we spent a lot more time with them because obviously our dad is married to her still. So we've spent many years with them. Yeah. And so they very much, like very quickly became part of my brothers and sisters when I spoke to people. I don't know how you feel about that. Well, that's the funny thing. When I was just about to ask you when you, you said that you know the term step-sibling, when, when do you, I guess, stop using it and, and really allow these, these people to become your siblings? And it's funny for me, I've always had a, a hard time with breaking that barrier of stepless sibling to sibling. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always called them step-siblings, and that's for all our step-siblings that we've had. Not that I've ever <laughs> not felt that sibling connection, just... I just always knew there was some form of a like a disconnect there. Mm-hmm. But they definitely felt like like family to me. I spent a lot of time with with both our stepsisters and and getting to know them in quality time and even now to this day when I see them I still feel really close to them and like they're my my siblings. But mm-hmm. when I talk to people and I refer to my family, I always say step sibling. I think there's no way to get around that. I mean, especially even in just in our podcast, there's no way for us to say, and that's our sister, and that's our sister, and that's our brother, and that's our sister, and that's our, without everyone getting confused, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think when you are introducing your family to someone and you're like, look, my dad's been married three times. I have a whole whack load of step siblings. It's complicated. It's it's easier to people care about those things. They always ask, you know, yeah, is that your real sister or is that your your stepsister or your mm-hmm. stepbrother? You know, and so I think for those purposes, you have to kind of say to people, you know, like we didn't all we're not seven kids coming from the same mom. Mm. You know, we we all have different mothers. Like, we don't all have the same father either, you know? And so I think, like, you can't get around some of those terms sometimes. You have to use them with other people um, to help clarify. But it doesn't mean that you can't feel a closeness to them that isn't sibling-like, you know? It's so funny because, like, I think about the differences in in both our families because around this time was the time that our mother started dating also when our father Mm -hmm. had moved on to his... um, second or well sorry third marriage um Mm -hmm. my mom like our mom started dating at that time too and our stepfather had two children the funny difference is it just made me think of you know with our second stepmother I remember a time because we had all gone to church together for many many years on the Sunday and and sing together and I remember her introducing us to someone like these are my seven kids and when she said that I'm like oh we I guess we are the, her seven kids. She sees us every mm. second weekend. She is with my father. I guess that would consider her really being like it was in that moment that I'm like I guess she is my new stepmother because I still hadn't fully mm-hmm. accepted it. Like I hadn't moved on from the past relationship. It took me a little bit of time. Is this the third one? Yeah. Yeah, the third one. But then when I think yeah. of our mother, I don't know if she's ever called our step brother and 
and stepsister on that side, her kids. I feel like they've always kept that separation, not to, to in a, in a negative way, just out of respect. Well, I think like in timeline wise, it was a little, like it was a, like a couple of years to a few, like not a few, but a couple years after our dad started like living with our, our second stepmom and, um, hit like mom's relationship with our stepdad, uh, his kids were, one of them is older than me. Mm-hmm. So that's new. I mean, usually we were meeting ki- like step siblings that were younger than us yes. or around the same age as us. In this case, his his son was and it still is because it's impossible <laughs> for him to <laughs> change ages um, older than I am. And his daughter is a like closer to age to Michael. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that right? I yeah. feel like that's right. Yeah. Um, or in between me and Michael. In between you and Michael. Yeah. And so th- that was really different. And by then you're teenagers and they lived very different lifestyles from us. Like we were very like artsy, geeky kids <laughs> and they were not so much. And that's okay. I just feel like it was different because they were older. So the bonding... I don't think when we were teenagers, they actually like they actually really wanted to bond with us. No. And we didn't really bond with them because I like not to give away their whole lives, but they had been through similar situations before with disappointments and families being confused, like with confusion. And so I think like they didn't know what to trust and we didn't know what to trust. And so we just never bonded. And then we lived with one of them uh, when we all moved in together. With we lived with our stepsister um, at our mother's place. That's when her and I really bonded because our bedrooms were both in the basement. They were side yes. by side. And that yeah. part was... Uh... But it's different because I, I lived with her. I'm sure if I had lived with any of our other step-siblings, it's, like let's say we changed the um, scenario and dad had had full custody, let's say, if that was the how it all went down. I'm I'm more than positive that then I would feel more comfortable with seeing on that side that our step siblings were more of my siblings. I guess I mean I didn't um I was like in college and really only living at home with mom like very sporadically at that point. Um and I also lived with our dad for a year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean for me I did not bond as much with our stepdad's children, but it doesn't mean that um, to this day we aren't um, like we do family gatherings and I feel like we're a family and Uh I'm glad they're there and those types of things. I just don't feel like really they're like we're their brothers and sisters. I just feel like we're connected through our stepdad and I admire him and love him. And so it's like it's kind of like they're more cousins to me, you know, like Hmm. they're. Mm more distance to me but because I lived with dad for a year when I went to college I got to know my stepsisters from dad's second marriage or well his third marriage (laughs) this is confusing even to us so please bear with us listeners because even to us we get confused sometimes well and and also we're trying to respect their privacy if we were using anyone's real names i'm sure it would it would come out a lot clearer but we're we're trying to respect our our family's privacy as much as we can and so hence why Mm -hmm. there is a second and first stepmother and third marriage (laughs) which is the second stepmother and what have you (laughs) yes yeah 
And again, we have our family tree on our website. If people are getting confused while we talk, you can go look at that. But because I spent that year with them and but even before that year with them, I just felt really close to those kids. And I think I just knew that this was maybe the marriage that would stick. Like it just seemed like this relationship was going to stick. And so Mm -hmm. I had at some point I felt like I had nothing to worry about. But yeah, I mean, that situation gets complicated too. And we haven't really talked about this on our podcast so much, but, um, we are, we are not close with our father for the last few years. And so we've had some distance with those stepsisters as well, which has been, I think really sad and hard to cope with, like unsure what to do about it type of a situation. And I, and I hope Mars, you don't mind me bringing it up because we didn't talk about it. It's just coming up in my head, but in the last six years, we've we've been distant from those stepsisters. And when we do see them sporadically is where I'm trying to go with this. <laughs> like, it just feels like, oh, we're all back together. There's like at, we had a family reunion kind of recently on that side of the family. And seeing them again just felt fantastic. It's weird because I, I feel like there's a loss. You know, I feel like I had considered them my sisters for a long time. That's how I describe my family, mm-hmm. that we were seven kids. And to a certain extent, well, you of know? course, to a certain extent, they still are our sisters. But because there's that distance, it doesn't feel like the the, the relationship is as close as it, it used to be and, and potentially how it, it could be. It's- but it's hard to know what to do, right, in these situations where families, like, kind of break up and there's this confusion. And I'm not saying our family is broken, but <laughs> we don't, we don't, we haven't really seen our dad in a few years just because of some personal differences and regardless of what goes on with that everyone else gets affected I mean in terms of uh feeling close to them I think because we had so many more years with them Mm -hmm. I feel like we were closer with those like those stepsisters were the closest to me out of any of our step siblings just I think because of duration of time but I know that for you it's different you spent a lot of alone time with our stepsister from our stepdad our mom's side yeah. yeah and and that's where like if I have to think of any anyone who I feel felt the closest with it's definitely like our stepsister on our mom's side with our stepdad yeah but I I still I still say that it's different for me and our stepsister like our stepdad's daughter yeah. um I feel like like maybe you guys have bonded as friends, you know, and and her and I never bonded as as friends. Well, with his son either, like we haven't really bonded as even friends. So it is a little bit weird, even though, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's not the same as my feeling towards all the others. Mm-hmm. There's like this weird like I guess the same type of um, love you get for a sibling just wasn't developed with me and them, you know, and that could be an age thing, right? Like we're all older and we are all kind of doing our own thing when, when, um, our families, uh, started living together. I do want to change the subject and talk a little bit more about our, um, our relationship with Lizzie because we didn't live with her, but she Mm -hmm. is very much our sister and I know I can say personally that I feel a a much stronger connection to her than our step siblings Uh, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that is a blood relation thing or just you know just when we all get together 
it's going to sound weird and it's not to separate us, but when it's the five of us together, there's some form of bond or connection that we just all understand. You really can't describe it. And I'm sure anybody could say that with any of their siblings, you know, there's just a level of understanding with a, a blood related sibling that you have that you, you might not have with a step sibling, unless if maybe you've gone through something like really traumatic or, or life changing, there's just something that's there. And so the funny thing with Lizzie is we never lived with her, but every time I see her, it's like, she's never been gone for my life anyways. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And I think that I'm not sure how it would have gone if dad would have stayed with our second stepmom or first stepmom, <laughs> his second wife. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not sure how that would have gone, whether we would have felt the bond the same way or not. And there's no way of turning back time and knowing, but I definitely feel that the circumstances of dad leaving our his second wife and going towards his third bonded us in a way that we were like, are we going to lose her? And then, I mean, I had already considered her like she may as well have been a full sister, you know, like I never thought of her yes. as just half of me. I don't yes. care what parents you come from. You're full to me. But mm-hmm. um if you know if that's the terms we want to use we have this appreciation for each other as this unit of 5 yeah because of kind of the you know disaster of divorce you mm. know and if that that divorce hadn't happened i'm i'm like i think we still would have been close but we wouldn't have had this like appreciation to like guard each other the same way did you know what I mean like to bond together and make sure that like every single person is gets kind of their equal right to the relationship mm-hmm. I think like it's just you know even to this day we we're always like okay you know it's easy for our mom to say like well I invited you the four of you for Michael's birthday and then for us to say yeah but it's not just the four of us there's also Lizzie exactly, and trying to incorporate her into that type of stuff. I don't know how that would have worked out if we hadn't had to make that like extra effort. Mm. You know, I, I definitely feel like we saw her every second weekend with our dad. Thankfully, thankfully we all had the same weekend with him as I became a teenager and my life got busier and it was just easier for me to stay with mom rather than go with dad because I had like all weekend rehearsals for theater and, you know, it was just easier to get to my school or to wherever from mom's place. Mm -hmm. I feel like I had to make this, this conscious decision that because I wasn't seeing Lizzie, especially, Mm. I had to contact her, like go out of my way to contact her to ensure that I still had that bond with her. It's the same thing on my end because it's not like we always have to make sure, but we always want her to be there and we always want to include her. But because Mm -hmm. she lives in a different home, we have to make that extra effort to include her because it's not like we're just going to see her at dinner at mom's. So that's been... Right. That, yeah, I see where you're coming from, that there was like just that little bit of extra work. But at the same time, it's it's not that it feels like extra work. It's just, okay, make sure that we contact her because we're not going to see her and we want her included. And thankfully, our mom has been more than, you know, um, happy to include her in our lives, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm sure for a while she felt really uncomfortable, you know, that her ex-husband had moved on, had another child, another marriage, and, and, you know, is on his third marriage now, but she's been more than happy to include 
Lizzie in our lives. And also um, what's been great is that our our mother and our, our first stepmother have also bonded in the experience yeah. that they had, which is something that could have either gone really wrong or thankfully it's gone, you know, really well. Yeah, my, it's not perfect, but it's it's good. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorite moments, you know, in my life was, of course, when you got married a couple years ago, and there was no better feeling than having both of them in that room while you were getting ready. Right. I invited everyone to mm-hmm. my wedding, mm-hmm. uh, including, you know, our, um, well, I don't like to say ex-step-siblings because that seems weird, but, yeah. you know, our step-siblings from our dad's second marriage. Mm-hmm. And um, I invited them all, and um, that's just the way I feel it should be. I mean, they're, they've been part of our lives, and it's it's kind of weird to just forget living with them and let them move on. But at the same time, like we're not extremely, extremely close. We don't, <laughs> we only see each other on certain circumstances. So it's like this bizarre thing, right? Where, yeah. you know, you feel like, you know, they, like everyone deserves to be honored as, as these people who went through like our life path. I think I would feel differently if we really, really didn't get along with them. Well, I'm sure, well, if it had been a very negative experience, let's say we never really bonded with them. I'm sure having to let them go would have felt really differently, but but that's not how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah. how our story was written, you know? Well, I think we've covered all our bases <laughs> when it comes to step-siblings and what have you. And we have so many stories, you know, with both sides of the family, but more so today we wanted to discuss, you know, what is it, what what's it like having a step-sibling? What's the mm-hmm. relationship like? with those step-siblings. But, you know, some blended families only blend once, and we've had to blend three times. We've had the, <laughs> well, you know, yep. we had the first stepmother, the second stepmother, and our stepfather, you know. And yep. our parents could have dated a lot of people and, and made us put us in a lot of different scenarios, but thankfully it was only those three. I'm really glad that we discussed those relationships. It's funny to see how the difference is. It's always going to be really different between you and I because you were older. I was younger. Yep. And I was closer to a lot of them in age too, our step-siblings, whereas you were always the older one. So, And it was different because for me, we were all around, you know, the same age or steps, like especially our step-sisters. Um, uh, so... I guess what we're trying to say is some blended families really, really connect. You know, I, I, I know lots of people who they really consider their step-siblings, their full siblings, and then people who I know who have step-siblings and they have no relationship with them at all. And for us, I guess we could say that we do have a very strong relationship with all of them in some some sense. It's definitely not a hateful relationship or, you know something that isn't close. I'm I'm sure if something happened to any of our parents, whether that being our mom and dad or our stepmom and dad, that we would all group together in some way or at least inform each other or what have you. Uh, and there's definitely a level of concern on all our parts. So I would say our families blended, you know, relatively well. I think I feel like a lot of us are estranged except for Lizzie, but it doesn't mean that we don't feel a connection to all of them, like a deep connection, a exactly. deeper connection. If you were just like, then sometimes even a cousin, 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're pretty close with our cousins as well, but I'm I'm just trying to think of families in terms of, I mean, it's very rare that our family, most people tend to get along fairly well. Some of us don't, but the, mm-hmm. the all the children tend to, you know, at least be nice with each other, you know, as much as we can. Um, mm-hmm. Although, yes, like some certain relationships are strained and that's okay too. That happens. Um, while some other families can't even get along with their own biological siblings. <laughs> so, I mean, you hear horror stories, right, about bi- biological siblings um, fighting their entire lives, you know, and never getting mm-hmm. along. So, I mean, we're really mm-hmm. lucky in that way that I think, you know, you're right. If something were to happen, um, I think, I mean, most of us would come out of the woodworks. I'm, I'm not going to speak for people. I, I don't know. But <laughs> we're, we would be there to support each other yes. in those moments. And and yes. that's what's important, you know. And the fact that we still, we, we have a, well, I feel like I have a love for all of them, regardless of how close oh, I am to them today, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. So, yeah. And well, I don't know about um, what you think, but just to maybe help sum up this episode a little bit, you know, I think if any families out there are considering blending kids together, I would suggest that you take time to introduce them before living together, if possible, mm. Um, mm. have them you know, and just small things, not full weekends. I think that's one thing where our parents kind of went wrong. They, they were, I think they were scared to talk to us about it and they just kind of, I just felt like we were all like really pushed into it and that Mm. could have gone really badly. And fortunately it went like, okay. I mean, it was rocky at first. Um, But I definitely think like with our mother and our stepdad, we had a little bit more time to get to know his kids a little bit before we moved in with them. Like Mm -hmm. for a few Mm -hmm. years, we knew them like casually. And that Mm -hmm. at least was easier when it came time to living with one of them, you know, um, because we already knew them. And so I think that would just be my advice to families out there if if they're thinking of blending their families to introduce the kids and let them maybe play or hang out together or whatever. It still doesn't mean they may like each other or not, but <laughs> but at least they'll know each other. Exactly. And uh, as always, we would like to hear your stories, our listeners out there. You know, we've extended it quite a few times where we'd like people to either post on our Facebook page or on our wall or even, you know, uh, send us an an email uh, about your experiences. If there are people out there listening and they have uh, similar experiences or or want to share their stories, please do share because no one's family system is the same. And especially when it comes to a blended family. And if there's anything that we want to gain from this podcast is it being a learning experience and a level of understanding Mm -hmm. because you don't always get that in in a divorce or a blended family so please like us on facebook uh you can also follow us on twitter family vortex and of course there's our website www.familyvortex.wordpress.com where you can see all of our podcast episodes back to the first one all the episodes are listed there we have our family tree there and we also do a blog every second week so we have our blogs up there for you to check out as well yes tune in for that 
Yes. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes if that's your thing. And that's the easiest thing um, when it comes to listening to our podcast. So thank you for tuning in and we will see you next week or we will see you in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time on Family Vortex. Bye.